Welcome to the MMA Lunch Break. We are a group of guys that work together, and we always talked about MMA on our lunch break. Now we sit awkwardly silent at lunch and talk about MMA here on this podcast. It doesn't matter how much you know or don't know about the sport. This podcast is for people who don't know anyone else that follows MMA. You've got no one to talk to. You're lonely. Well, you're not alone. There's us. There's Tim. There's Elijah. And there's me, John. And we are the MMA Lunch Break. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 10, Double Digits. Uh, we are here, me and Elijah Sands, John Edgington, but I think uh, we put a pretty good episode together. We talk about Bellator 214 recap, Aaron Pico, Fedor Bader in the big year-long uh, heavyweight tournament. Uh, we are recapping the Fight Night 143, Cejudo, TJ Dillashaw, and the controversy that goes along with that episode. Uh, we have UFC Fight Night 144 coming up, as well as UFC 233. We do a little preview of those fights, uh, and then right at the end, we talk about Amanda and home. So uh, enjoy the episode, everybody. And now, broadcasting from the Lucha Lounge Studios, this is the MMA Lunch Break. You want to start it? Here we are. Yes. MMA Lunch Break, episode 10. 10. Double digits. And where is John? Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either. He's dead weight most of the time. Yeah. Guy but just sits there quietly, doesn't make any comments. No. He's not knowledgeable about MMA or anything. We, we carry him. I want to just say I off the top, him. I don't want to let this go. I want to shame Ron just a little bit for not showing up because we were trying to have Ron here. That's so right. If the, on the off chance that he listens, I just want him to feel a little bit worse than he does right I now. I feel like for not he needs. I feel like he needs it. And I, you know what I thought driving in? I thought if you just toss out, I don't know, a challenge of some kind. You guys are about the same weight. Feats of strength. Just throw it out there and be like, mm, you know, hey, I don't know jujitsu, but <laughs> the weightlifter is here. Yeah, absolutely. And the jujitsu guy is not here. Yeah. So. So there you go. Anyways. All right, Ron. <laughs> Next time, brother. Please don't choke me to death. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff we got to catch up on, man. Yeah, that's a why we want to do it without happening. John. We need to talk through a couple of these things, things that are coming up, and things that we've just seen happen. Okay. Uh, you want to just start, run down the list? Yeah. Um, Bellator 214, and for the first time in a while, I actually paid attention to the number. They've huh? done 214 shows. Oh yeah. That's nuts. Yeah, Bellator is a good uh, competitor of the UFC. They're pretty consistent now. Yeah. You see, I, I like them. And all these other organizations coming up, super exciting. Mm -hmm. uh, Ryzen, uh, 1FC. Yeah. Even, uh, I told you I was following PFL. Yeah. It's not here on the, the East Pro Coast. Fight, yeah, the Pro man, Fight that's, yeah. that's local. I like that. We got we to gotta go to one of these yep. as a podcast and... Share our experience, oh, local awesome. fight scene. That'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, Bellator 214. This was the last fight in their heavyweight Grand Prix tournament, which was like years. It took it took a, a year. year. It took a year, full year. Yeah. It took a full year to do. And man, it was it was a great it was a great ending. And and champ champ. And and what I always want recognition here. And you called it. I called that you one. You called I it. I called that one from the get. Even before we had this podcast, we were talking about this. Yeah. I mean, I I thought I was going far with Mitrion. Yeah. 
but obviously that didn't happen. That's not a bad bet, but I just don't I don't like him. I don't know what it is, and there's probably no real reason, but I just never I haven't liked him since he I feel was a in, challenge. In, he, no, God, there's that's not <laughs> happening. But but at the in tough, I didn't like him in mm. tough. I don't, did you remember him in the tough? Yeah, he series? fought uh, Brendan Schaub. Yeah, and then Brendan uh, Schaub he was hurt uh, a lot. him up. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know that. And uh, Bader looks like he looks great. a monster. He looks great. I mean, this is the the best thing that's happened to him is leaving the UFC and going to Bellator. I mean, he's carrying two belts. Champ. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a good, that was a good fight. A little anticlimactic because it was so quick. What is it like thirty seven seconds? Yeah, something it like was. That? Yeah. They were. I felt like they were just feeling each other out, yeah. and then that left hook came out well, of nowhere. Well, it was crazy because, I mean, I haven't seen a like. It wasn't even a lunging left hook or a lead left. It was like a leaping yeah left hook. Like, and that is the same punch that uh, took out. Uh, was it Congo? Czech Congo? Czech Congo, right? Well, he was in the tournament as well, right? Was it? No, no, no. Who, who, who did he? He knocked somebody else out. Who oh else gosh, was in there? We should, we should know this. Yeah. God damn it. I'll look it up. This is why I'll we need John. This is, we need God a third it, person. <laughs> to look up the facts. Was it Czech? I, it was. It wasn't. Um, Czech Congo was not in this. Okay. Uh, King Mo. King Mo. King Mo. Yeah. Yeah. That's who I think he caught the same thing. I think he got the exact same punch. Man, this graphic is so bad. Mm. It's not showing me anything. Anyways, we can, I, I'm we pretty can, sure that's what happened. But yeah. still short, super short fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate to see uh, Fedor go down like that. Yeah. But I mean, the writing is on the wall, right? Like this, he should stop. Yeah, he should stop. But the thing is, I don't think he's gonna because he is Bellator's number one draw. I mean, they did over a million views. You think he, even after this, you think he's still going to be that? I mean, uh, I think it's the name. The pocket. I think it's the name. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And and they're they're doing the um, this this pay per view was on the uh, zone, right? Yeah. yeah. And then so they're going to need they're going to need him to kind of carry that flag. No, or was, was it? it? No, it was on Paramount. I think. Oh, the, Paramount it was on Network. Paramount, yeah, Network. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, it was on both. Oh, what's because that's where both. I saw it. That's where yeah, I saw it. it was on Paramount and it was on, it, it's on DAZN. DAZN. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was going to say something else about the Bellator. Nah. Aaron Pico. Ugh. That's John's favorite. He should and, be here to, to talk about him. And then Aaron Pico is, I heard, uh, um, so TJ Dillashaw was on Rogan mm-hmm. and they are teammates. They train yeah. in um, their, uh, their, their trainer trains elite fighters out of his garage. Dwayne Ludwig? No, no, not Ludwig. That's that's uh, his Sam. fight. Co- yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam. Um, yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. Out of his garage at his house. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the videos Cup of that. Cup Swanson is there. Pico yeah. is there. TJ Dillashaw is there. Mm-hmm. TJ actually moved right. down to Southern California so that he could train with this guy who also does all his all of his dieting. Yes. All of his diets yeah. and stuff, too. Um, and TJ was... He was saying Aaron Pico smokes him in the gym, like with like the bike and like all the strength training stuff. Yeah. Because he's so young and he's yeah. He looked like he was in great shape and yeah. he looked good in the fight. It's yeah. just that I, it, uppercut. Yeah. Yeah. Strong. And he looked he looked tough, but it, it did look like he rushed in too quick yeah. and wasn't protecting enough. Just went at it. Live by catch, the sword, yeah. die by the sword That's for what, sure. Definitely for that what guy. it looked like. And but, and who is the gentleman? 
Cavallo. Henry Henry Corrales. Corrales, yeah. Yeah. Good for him, man. He's got yeah. a nice backstory, and it was nice to see. It's nice to see somebody who uh, comes back. You know, he got knocked down early, and then they just went swinging. That's uh, John's favorite kind of fight. Maybe yours too. I do like the I do like the bangers, but like, I mean it. It's all about it's all about mixed martial arts. It's mm-hmm. not about swinging hooks like Vanderlei Silva. Yes, like that that era is is, is over is yeah. done. So, I mean, he's also a phenomenal wrestler, and why he didn't shoot for a takedown after that the initial knockdown. Yeah, it, it could that. That initial knockdown may have been the reason, right? Mm, Knock like him down, and to, you're like, "Oh, yeah. it's right here! It's exactly. right here! Let me finish this!" Exactly. And he just starts swinging for it and throws a couple misses, mm. and leaves his hands clipped. down, and gets clipped. clipped with that right hand. And that, and that's the thing, like he he is really like TJ was saying, he's not just a great fighter; he wants to also entertain. Yeah, and those two things are not mutually exclusive. Right. And, you know? and he's so young. I I really don't. I don't and worry he, about him. He's a him. future future yeah. world champion for sure. But I mean, hopefully he learns from this because this is a this is one of those learning moments. Right, right. And these are the kind of learning situations that you don't know. I guess unless you're in, like mm. I would not know about him yeah, unless you're listening to the fighters on all their podcasts, right, on, right, right. on how they uh, how they approach their fights. And you know, I mean, it's not just a fight; it's a business too. So you are trying to be the most entertaining. That yeah. does get you extra cash. So. I understand why you would do it. Just that's always what I say when I'm watching. I'm like, why are you yeah. standing there throwing? Take him to the ground. Yeah. I just don't like to get hit in the face. So that's always my, I'm always trying to avoid that. Some people enjoy that. They need that first one just yeah. to get started. Roy McDonald's like that. Yeah. Yeah. All the, there's uh, uh, Robbie Lawler mm-hmm. is like that. He gets better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gets better the more he gets hit in the head. Um, <laughs> and speaking of entertainment, Jake mm-hmm. Hager. Yep. AKA Jack Swagger from WWE. Yeah, that's your world. Yeah. But I did follow that before and I was I was watching it with uh my daughter uh and I was like that's a pro rest like I had yeah. the whole backstory and it was fun to watch him too and I was curious what that was going to look like cuz we've seen we've seen that play out well and with we've uh, Brock, Brock and we've seen it not play out well with, with uh, CM, Punk. CM Punk. So Well, the difference between Jake and CM Punk and Brock Brock and Jake are both all American wrestlers. Yes. Um, and, uh, it was interesting because, um, because this was his first professional fight, he has no footage on his, uh, on the video on the walkout screen. So they, WWE allowed them to use his wrestling footage in the back in the, the whole, we, the people thing. That was the thing when he was a wrestler. Yeah. And actually the guy that sang his walkout song Mm -hmm. is a current WWE wrestler. Oh, I heard, I did hear that because I heard heard him on Rogan talking about that and they brought him in. Um, And he's hope, I think he's trying to get his wrestling name also, Jack Jack Swagger. Swagger. He wants that uh, to be in the UFC too, but he's in, he's in uh, litigation over that. Yeah. I I think they'll give it to him because I don't think they left on bad terms. That's what he said. And it's, it's a, it's definitely, if they let him use the footage, they're gonna give him the yeah. name. I think. I think. It sounds like they're compassionate yeah. towards his. But the guy he let, okay. So let's be honest. The guy he fought, J.W. Kaiser, never heard of him. Never saw never. him. This guy has got to be the sloppiest looking MMA fighter. It was a sloppy fight. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. But I, you know, the first fight. It first may. Fight. It makes sense to give him something like that. Absolutely. At his first fight, because you don't want to. You don't want to crush that. 
Yeah. I mean, that's you want him to get in the door, you want him to get a win, and you want him to work his way up the ladder. And that and that's the thing. I feel like Bellator mm-hmm. is making all the adjustments that the UFC didn't make with CM Punk. Mm. Like they gave him, they gave him uh, what's the kid Mickey Gall? Yeah, for his first fight, and I think they saw that and they're like. Yeesh, let's yeah. not do that. Yeah. Let's feed this guy up, build him up because he has he has the foundation to be an MMA fighter, an actual good fighter, but they're not crushing his spirit with losses against like assassins. Yeah, and Mickey Gall wasn't the Mickey Gall that we know now That's either. True. Mickey Gall was fairly unrecognized at that point, but he was a trained fighter who yeah. had been working his way up the ladder. And, and he yeah, was a brown listen, belt. I'm not saying CM Punk is not a legitimate MMA fighter. I, I will question I whether he is a UFC fighter. Exactly. You know, I mean, UFC is the elite of the elite. Like, I don't, it's nice to see him out there training, and I think that you know if you take that your time at that. How old is he? He's not. I don't think he's old enough to take his time. But yeah, he's, jumping into he's the UFC into his, is was the wrong move. Yeah, that was the for wrong sure. Move. And you know, speaking of people jumping in um, at the wrong time, you know, Greg Hardy in UFC Fight Night One Forty Three, that was way too soon for him. So the backstory on Hardy is that he's had some uh, domestic. Issues, yeah, right? Yeah. And this was the one that John had brought up a few months ago yeah. because he was on the same card with uh, the young uh, lady that had Rachel had some, yeah. yeah, had dealt with uh, domestic Horrible violence. Horrible optics. Horrible yeah. optics by the UFC. And it only compounds it that his fight went the way that it did. Yeah. So he uh, threw an illegal knee while the guy was clearly down on mm-hmm, the ground mm-hmm. uh, to his head uh, and damn near knocked him out i mean he was yeah. definitely out of sorts and he, was, it was he laid there for a while yeah. they dq'd him and that's that's unfortunate i i kind of i was a little compassionate towards him at in the press conference because mm. it doesn't seem like it seemed like ignorance it didn't seem like he, he wasn't trying to hurt the guy on purpose yeah. wasn't I, malicious i, I don't just, think so yeah i don't just, think so but i do i do have sharp yeah i do have issues with the ufc putting Greg Hardy versus Alan Crowder as their co-main event. Yep. On a very this was the first first ESPN Plus event. Yep. And they put him as the co-main event. Makes no sense. It makes no it makes no uh it makes no sense on a card where Cowboy Cerrone was fighting and he fought on the prelims undercard. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I I I think they did that to hype the ESPN Plus so like people that are watching on regular ESPN, they're like, oh, shoot, they're having this kind of fights on ESPN Plus. They see Cowboy. Spreading the talent out across yeah, I the think, cards. I think, okay. I think maybe. Yeah. But that could be a philosophy. I like, yeah, I feel like they did it. Uh, okay. Cerrone dirty. Yeah. What do you think about Cerrone now? Calling out. Uh, Connor. Connor. I love that fight. And I think. Do you? I, I, I think. I like other fights over that fight. What, I enjoy who, who Cerrone. For Connor? Listen, Connor lost the title fight. Right. So he should be fighting somebody who is contending for the title, I think. Hmm. Yes, you're not number one, but you should be. I think he should fight um, one, number one or number two in that division. I don't think that Cerrone should be getting a shot. Are they going to fight at 155? Yeah, it's it's going to be at lightweight. Yeah, I don't I don't like that. Hmm. I don't like that. I just I, I think Connor's going to smoke him. Oh, really? Yeah. I think Connor's going to smoke him. Huh. He's a slow starter. 
for sure. Connor can come out of that gate quick and knock people out in under 30 seconds. I just think that's a lot for him to deal with. But also, Cowboy is a pressure fighter, and he strings together combos the best of the best. Okay. I mean, if you want to put it on the board, we can put it on the board. Is that an official? Is that official fight? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. No, not yet. If that becomes official, I would put that on the board for anybody. For I don't sure. think I'd lean in on that because I can totally see Connor just starching him. But at the same time, man, if Cowboy beat Connor McGregor, that would be retirement status. And yeah. then maybe fight for the title and then get dominated by it's crazy Khabib. That he's, he could be two steps away from that yeah. fight, uh, Cowboy. Yeah. Um, who's the number one and number two in that division? It's it's Khabib and Tony, right? It's I would rather see Connor Tony. Connor Tony is a fight that I want to see, and we've danced around that a couple times. Mm. I want to see Connor Tony. That's the fight to make. And why not? I mean, what do they do with Tony? What happens with Tony now? Especially if Habib is going to be not fighting for a year. Yeah, because okay, so another so who thing- does Tony fight? If there's an interim, let's say that would be that would suck too because he did get a second interim belt. They stripped him of that first one with the worst circumstances. It wasn't even his fault. Okay, so right now at lightweight, Mm -hmm. Khabib is the champ. Yep. Tony is number one. Yep. Connor is two. Right. It's got to be that. That, They're right next to each other, and we've we've danced around that fight a couple times. Mm -hmm. That should be the fight, I think. Then let them hold the interim. The, the downs- no more interims, man, but they're going to do they're it. Gonna right, to. They're going to have to. You can't go a year without anybody yeah. holding that belt, and he's going to wait. Habib is going to wait a year, he's is patient. what he said. Because uh, his teammates yep. got suspended longer. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, cool. at three, Dustin Poirier. Eh, and I'll- I think that's the fight that they're trying to put together, the Poirier-Connor. No, Poirier-Tony is mm. the interim fight, I think. I think that would be the interim fight, although I don't like that as much. I don't. I don't like if I'm Connor, I'm ducking Tony Ferguson so hard. But why? He doesn't duck people. That's true too. He doesn't duck. Yeah. Hmm. That is a great fight though. And it's right there in front of us. One and two. Yep. Makes sense. But I see a lot of reasons why you wouldn't want to do that. Why yeah. first of all, Tony's already had the interim before and he mm-hmm. lost it. And if you put Tony and Connor together and Connor wins, hmm. You don't want to. See, do you want to see that run back, Habib and Connor? I don't. I don't. I think it'll look exactly the same. Yeah. Ah, tough. I'm glad I'm not the guy that makes those matches. But, yeah. All right. Man, I, I, that is that division is really, really tied up with the top three. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for like Kevin Lee, James Vick, all those guys. guys Kevin Lee had on. his chance to crack into yeah, that he circle, did, and, and he, he dropped the yeah. ball. Yeah. Okay. All right. Flyweight division. So Hudo versus TJ Dillashaw. UFC Fight Night 142. So this is the big controversy. 143. Uh, of the last... What? Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping ahead. It's okay. Uh, yeah, so that's the, the controversy. Yeah. It... How'd you feel about it? Do, uh, initially, when I watched it... The overall consensus is that fight got stopped too quickly. Way too quick. It was a initial barrage. He mm-hmm. got pushed out. TJ got pushed down mm-hmm. by Sahuda, and then Sahuda swung a couple, caught him behind the 
behind the head, the head, knocked him back down, mm-hmm. and then while he was Swarmed scrambling, trying while TJ's scrambling to grab Sahuda's leg, grab a single, uh, the ref jumps in, stops the fight, and f- felt like he was uh, not defending himself yeah. well enough. Um, and I've I said this to a, a couple friends because in the moment when I'm watching that fight, I didn't I wasn't I wasn't offended by the stoppage. Hmm. He he got pushed, he got hit, he got clipped behind the head, he fell down, and he got hit again. He yeah. got hit two he more got times, twice. even though he was still grabbing at the leg. If you listen to TJ, he was actively pursuing a single leg. Mm-hmm. That's not what it looks like when you watch the the, the replay. The replay. It, it, he's He's not going to get it. Cejudo stepping out of that single leg. Yeah. Cejudo absolutely does not want wrestling. He's backing out of that and yeah. just swinging for the fences. I do agree that you could. If I was the ref, I would, in the back of my head, think I'm going to let. I would let this play out longer because of the people that you're looking at. I think you have to make that kind of yeah. a decision. Like these guys, especially TJ, who has shown the ability to, to recover yeah. and come back in a fight over and over. Um, I would have let that play out longer. He's catching a lot of heat for that early stoppage. Yeah, I don't know if he should be catching as much heat. I mean, that's a that's a hard job, man. Yeah. And yes, we're watching it in slow mo. Yeah, and we're you know and looking looking closely at TJ's face and what does he Angles look like and, and all stuff that. Like that. Yeah, man, you're because he was close to that fight and he was spinning around yeah. it, really looking at him. So I, I don't know. I don't think I don't I, I don't begrudge that man that early stoppage i think that you it could have gone longer Mm -hmm. but the criteria i think that you use to stop a fight i think he could have very easily felt that way or seen the things that i think he needed to see to stop the fight so what i've heard from and this is direct from tj dillashaw yep because he was on rogan um but he said the ref while he was scrambling said TJ, show me something. Show me something. And, and he then thumbs up him. And then he's he vocally said, I'm good. I'm good. And then mm. moments later, called the fight. Mm. So when I hear that, that doesn't sound good to me. Um, at the same time, initially when I watched it, I was like, oh my gosh, how could they? But then you watch it in slow-mo, you see him get clipped twice. Yeah. And then so like I was in your camp too. We're like, ah, I guess I could see it, but for the most part, like this was a this was a champ champ fight, and I feel like he made the mistake of calling it too fast. Too early, yeah. As a fan, wanted it to go further. Yeah. Wanted to see it go all the way. See some go out. You know, champions like, fighting thing, for like, belts. It like there was no massive bleeding. It's not like he was rocked and like. Flat on his back, you know, rigor mortis status. He was scrambling and moving around the whole time. And I feel like you just can't do that in a championship fight. Especially when TJ is cutting weight down to 125. Yeah. I mean, I don't... Yeah, that could play into the decision too. Like, cutting weight. Yeah. Slightly dehydrated. Don't want him to take more. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just justifying it for McDonald. But it could have gone longer. We are going to see the rematch. Yeah. That is going to be... There's no other fight yeah. to make, and I, I think, I, with either one of those guys. And I want to see... I want to see it at 125 again. So does TJ. But Cejudo wants to be champ champ. And he wants to go... Why, why not give him that opportunity? Yeah. That was Dillashaw's opportunity to be champ champ. Yeah, and now and I think Cejudo get, gets that... Yeah. Now, if that happens again, at, does that mean if if it, if Cejudo goes up and fights one thirty five, 
Which he can, does that, totally. Do you think that's... I would worry that 125 goes away if they don't. Yeah. I only. I, I'm saying that if they don't, if they don't fight at 125, I think that's also the UFC saying giving us a message yeah. that that's not we're not supporting that weight class. Well, anymore. like, well, like Cejudo is like definitely doing the whole uh, I'm the savior of the flyweight yeah. division kind of thing, which right. is super cool. I yeah. do like that. Um, but let's be honest, it's it's over. Outside of those guys, though, there's what what there's yeah, not a whole lot no, down there's there. No, there's nothing there. Yeah, like the the most compelling flyweight fight of all time already happened. It was it was, it was uh, Cejudo and, and Demetrius D- DJ, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, like who else do you do you really care about? Um, you know, Ray Borg. We've seen it. Yeah, we've we've seen all those fights, yeah. and nobody it, there's a there's a huge gap between those two individuals and then the rest of the competition at that at that weight class. Is uh, DJ fighting at 125 in one champion? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. There's there's not a lot of. I, I wouldn't. Why and not? When's his though? next fight? I'd like to know when his next fight is. I'd like there's to know no more about else. one championship. Yeah. One championship. One FC, yeah, yeah, for sure. I it's mean, not but one like, FC anymore, my friend. It's oh, is it one, one championship? championship? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, Sorry. But yeah, yeah, I'm curious what his first fight is. Flyweight, Henry Cejudo, Juicy Formiga, Joseph Benavides, Ray Borg. Like all these guys that... We've seen all those. They're all going to get shredded by Cejudo anyway. Yep. So, hey man, close out the division. All those guys can go to uh, one championship or Ryzen <laughs> or Bellator. In the UFC, or, they'll just go up. Yeah, they'll go up to one thirty-five, yeah. and they should run that back quickly because both those guys look healthy. Yeah, we could run that back in the TJ next three was, months. TJ was saying he felt stronger and like he felt better than he he was in the in the um, Cody fights. Really? Like he said he was um, snatching and cleaning more like weight, way way more, dude. This was a crazy. He thing. made weight the night before. He made weight the night before, and then walked into the ring. First, he, oh, sorry. He walked into the ring at 149 pounds. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, he called himself a glycogen battery, which <laughs> is nuts. Um, but yeah, I mean, I want to see that fight again. Yep. Um, and, and we will. We'll see it this year. Yeah, and it's a toss up again. I put my money on Suhudo again. Uh, I. Th- yeah, he's given me no reason to not do yeah. that. He just I mean, his striking the best, has gotten, the longest running champion of all time yeah. and then took out who I thought may was a contender for pound for pound. Yeah. And so, just took him out. Yeah. I mean, like we can complain about the early stoppage, but I mean, hats off to Henry Cejudo. He blasted yeah. him. And you don't hear a lot from Henry, he's a super humble guy, but he had he did say it would have just been more of the same. Yeah. You've and, just seen more of what I was doing then. And honestly, if I was going to gamble on uh, to see that, yeah. and if the fight went on, yeah, yeah, he would have smashed him. We need to find a way to coax John into taking that bet. Yeah. Because he TJ. loves TJ. He does. I do too. But I, I like after watching that fight, you have to, yeah, I, I, sure. I doubt some things. Okay, moving right. on. Yep. Tomorrow, UFC Fight Night 144 on ESPN Plus. Yeah. Some and great... That's bu- an, and this is in Brazil. It's another $5 a month for me. Yeah. Why not? Damn it. It's, it you know, that stuff really adds up. It does, man. And, and you, know what's, you know what's more messed up? Netflix has been like slightly increasing their fees by like a dollar or two dollars depending on yeah. what plan you have. What else is happening on uh, ESPN Plus? 
Is there something else? Is there another reason I would get ESPN Plus besides to watch what used to be free Friday night fights? Nope. That's irritating nope. to me a little bit. Yeah. Nope. If I was getting extra content yeah. or they were running the the vlog series on there yeah. or something. There's no nope. it's just the But what they are doing is promoting ESPN Plus everywhere. So it's more eyes on mm-hmm. MMA, which is good for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Which is good for all of us. Yeah. I mean, and- it's like Super Bowl commercial and then it was uh TJ and Henry Cejudo. And I was like yeah. Dude, this is surreal because ESPN is, they are the standard in terms of sports. sports. coverage, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, UFC Fight Night 144 in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Um, crazy. That's tomorrow night. Yeah, tomorrow night. Crazy amount of talent on this card. Yeah, this is a good card. Let's start at Rafael the top. Rafael versus Marlon Moraes. Yeah, Marlon Moraes is uh, one of John Edgington's. Yep. And this Favorite is a good fighters. fight. This is a tough one to call. Yeah. I was Bantam watching weight. both of their uh, fights, and I don't know, man. I don't know yeah. if I could call that. Who both of these guys are jujitsu masters. masters. For sure. I mean, Marlon is is relatively newer, right? Yep. I go with Marlon. His stock is is rising. Let me that would be I think that's where I'd put my uh my wager as well, but would not be surprised if that went the other way. It'll be a good fight. That's a good uh, that's a three-four fight. That's a so yeah. um, Asun Sao is three. Marlon Morris is four. So they could totally fight Cody Garbrandt next. Next, nice. And then haven't seen him for a while. Yeah. And then and then it's it's a hop, skip, and a jump to TJ after he fights Henry. So, I mean, this is a really important fight for both of these guys because. Everyone out of the top five is, I don't think, is a is a challenge, except for maybe John Dodson, who's ranked eight. Um, Jimmy Rivera, John Lineker is always a threat, but Lineker, yeah, his his fighting style is is John Dodson. I don't know about yeah. Hmm. John Lineker's fighting style is just like Aaron Pico. It's mm-hmm. swing, get the knockout, and go home early. Yeah, um, and that's gonna take a toll on him later on because he's always in a war yep yeah but um yeah i take marlon morais but it's not a really compelling fight to me but it is important in terms of the bantamweight division yep but because tj is fighting suhudo that the belt is tied up so mm-hmm. and dominic cruz is injured again so is he yeah oh. yeah he's injured again is this a co-main event is is jose aldo the co-main event or is no, yeah oh, no. it is so it that'll is be co-main five rounds event. yeah okay that's a nice fight. Jose Aldo versus Renato Moicano is a great fight. And yeah. I can't believe that Jose Aldo is is fighting on a fight night. Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy. But it is. it is ESPN Plus. So, yeah. Yeah, so maybe it's not the same as fight nights. But you're right. To see uh, Jose Aldo not on the top of the card. Yeah. He's not even headlining. unusual. Yeah. yeah. But... I think you're going to see a great Jose Aldo here. Yeah, because he looked great in his last fight. He he looks great right now, yeah. just in general. I think he's he's doing great. I th- I thought that uh, I thought that his his poor after that Connor thing, man. I yeah. I worried about that, but he just came back stronger against Jeremy Stevens. That was my uh, MMA moment for two, 2018. Really? Remember when we oh, yeah, were doing yeah. that moment? But um, yeah, man. I I mean, I think Jose Aldo is going to mm-hmm. take this one pretty. Easily, um, mm. and I hope so because he's ranked two. 
Yep. So it's Holloway with the title, Brian Ortega, who's not seeing that title shot anytime soon. No, but this that could be the next person for either one of these gentlemen. Yeah, but then Jose Aldo should not get a title shot either because Max Holloway's cleaned him out twice. Yeah. So unless Jose Aldo can beat Brian Ortega, which, ugh, that's a tough one. <laughs> It is. That's a tough one. I'd like to see it though. That's to me, I would I would have thought before the last fight that we watched, the Ortego Holloway fight, I would have thought that that's a better that's a better matched up fight. Mm. Both great on their feet, both great on the ground. Right, I right. I always question Holloway on the ground, but you know, maybe I shouldn't. He just yeah. never gets there. Yeah. Uh but you're right. What happens after that? I mean, you I mean, get like, those guys to fight where that's do they it. they can't go up. That's yeah. it. That's Holloway's it. got that place locked down. He'll need to move up, uh, to move up, weight. get out of the way, let those guys fight for that belt. Yeah, yeah agreed. Man, Damian Maya. It's been a long time since I've seen him yes. in the ring too, so that'll be nice. Um, and as a jujitsu guy, this yeah, is... a guy who prides himself on trying not to get hit and dragging people to the ground and choking them out. I like that. That's always what I'm looking for. So if Damian Maya beats Lyman Good, who is unranked. Uh-huh. I don't know if I'm Damian Maya. Why am I taking this fight? I'm ranked eight, and I'm fighting a unranked You're guy. You're probably taking it because you haven't seen a fight in a while. Yeah, and you need the check. You gotta, you know. Yeah, you gotta pay, gotta the pay bills. your bills, man. And if that's what they offer you, and you can't, because uh, it's there's there's not a lot of upside for him there. Yeah, you know. And I and except for getting back into the discussion. Yeah, from for smoking a guy. And I think he will. Yeah, I, I mean Lyman. I hope good. So. I have. I if, don't know if he doesn't, about then I don't know what else to, then yeah, what else then, happens. Then maybe it's time. Yeah, maybe it's time for you. And <laughs> like for Lyman on on the other side, this is a huge chance to take down a top ten guy. This is what every new guy is trying to do: exactly. get a name that everybody recognizes and and make a point. Yeah. So yeah. and welterweight is also very tied up. Tyron with the title, Colby Covington, Kamaru Usman, Darren Till. Darren Till is fighting Kamaru Usman, right? Is that is that the fight that's happening? No, I don't. I don't think so. I think isn't Usman? I know Stephen Thompson, who's ranked four, has a fight coming up. I just forget who. Damn. Yeah, Elijah I Kane thought I thought Usman was fighting for the title. Wasn't isn't that what's coming up next? But no, you might be that, right. That's right. I thought he's fighting. That's right. Woodley. He's fighting Woodley. Yeah, that's a fight I want to see. That's a crazy fight. Are we going to see Tyron Woodley's wrestling for once? Because that's Kamaru I think you Usman's have to. Game. I think you have to. That's his game. And we'll you know, I jumped on the uh, the Woodley bandwagon this year, so yeah. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I was so impressed with him as a strategic fighter, which I don't know that I recognize. Which shouldn't surprise anybody. I'm not that smart, but seeing him deconstruct that fight like really analyze it know exactly how he needs to fight steven thompson darren till all, all, all those, those fights man he's just he can be a different fighter yeah. each time i would uh, i'll be rooting in his corner on that even though i think usman is just a just a beast to deal with i yeah. can't imagine anybody having to deal with that but if somebody's going to do it it's going to be him and here's another thing for woodley if he defeats kamaru usman I mean, the only other fight that's there for him is Colby Covington, but I... Why not? 
He's going to smoke Colby. I want that because I, 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 I hate him. I hate the trash talkers, man. I, I do. Him. But we love loud Connor, which is weird. It is what sells them. I get mm-hmm. that. But I just, I, I like the I like the humble yeah. I like, listen, I'm hearing a lot of grief for Cerrone recently. I like Cerrone like that. Yeah. I like Cerrone like, yeah, let's catch yeah. a beer. Yeah, yeah, come over to my house. We'll yeah. wrestle. Like, instead of the almost manufactured yeah. conflict and that Colby, people try to put up there. Colby is really manufacturing it with the MAGA hat and visiting Trump and stuff like that. It's, I mean, he may have those political views, but I mean, yeah, I'm not like. But for the UFC, that's great. Yeah. People. I mean, I'll be tuning in because of how I feel about him. Yeah. You know, I'm. I get you want to see yeah. him lose. Yeah, and that's uh, that's yeah. what the, they all say. That's what um, Tyron smokes all these guys. Yeah, agreed. he really does. Agreed. Usman is the um, sorry. Uh, yeah, Usman, right? Is that mm-hmm. what we said? Usman is the best fight for him. That's the one I want to see. All right, next, Charles Oliveira versus David Tamer. I mean. Whatever, Tamer. I don't. I don't know that I remember. I, I know. I remember the name. I. I can't recall his fights. Uh, Charles Oliveira is definitely a guy that you have to deal with. Yeah, uh, and is well rounded. I mean, it, but this it's is a, it's a middle of the road fight. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not going to do. No, but neither one of these guys is challenging anybody for a title. Mm-hmm. Nobody's really running up in the top Especially five. Especially a lightweight. Yeah, get out of here. Uh, Johnny Walker mm-hmm. is a MMA lunch break favorite <laughs> because of his remember Man. his standing elbows knockout. That's the guy. Stand- oh yeah. Where yeah. he grabs the guy in the plum and just standing elbows Elbow him, him like three him, times him. and then drops him. Yeah. So I mean, we love him for that. And I don't know anything about Justin. He's an up and comer for sure. Yeah, I yeah. don't know Justin Ledet either. Uh, but uh this is his chance to get his name out there light heavyweight is anyone's game right now because of the fact i mean you're not getting a title shot but everyone out of the top four Mm -hmm. is up for grabs right here so he can really he can really um break into the top 15 i think with this fight especially if it's spectacular knockout because Mm -hmm. you have john jones daniel cormier and alexander gustafson in the top uh, three positions. Mm-hmm. Anthony Smith is going to fight John Jones, so he's out. And then after that, at at four, Jan Blackowitz, uh, Volkan Ozdemir, Corey Anderson, Tiago Santos, all these guys are are prime. Yeah, you know, prime for the picking right here. Interesting. Glover Teixeira at eleven. Jeez, that oh. guy's still around. What a Ovens. beast, dude. He he won his last. Fight. I know. <laughs> Listen, I can't believe that guy's still fighting and fighting well. Yeah, still dangerous and scary for sure. Uh, real quick, let's pause on that. Can we talk about the uh, Anthony Smith and John Jones fight for a second? That's oh, going to yeah. happen. What in the summertime? Yeah, something like that. Uh, congratulations to Anthony Smith yes. for getting his name in the mix. When I feel like uh, you know he. He leapfrogged a few people there. Uh, a bunch of people. Yeah. They're fighting in March. Using his... Oh, UFC that's 235, yeah. 235. Is that also Ben Askren's UFC? Oh, that would be great. What a great it? what a great night that is. I'm going to look that up right now. Um, I don't know if anybody in this room is going to uh, put that on the board, Anthony Smith. No. There's no way. Oh, my gosh. You, okay, so UFC 235, March 2nd at the T-Mobile Arena. John Jones, Anthony Smith. Tyron Woodley, Kamaru Usman, oh. Robbie Lawler, Ben Askren, 
Tisha Torres versus some Chinese girl that I don't know, and Cody Garbrandt versus Pedro Munoz. That's a nice card. That is a that's a great card, card in March. This great. is this is a buy it. This yeah. is a buy it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Man, Anthony's gonna get smoked. smashed. He's, he's gonna, gonna get smoked. He's gonna get smashed. He will uh, probably take a good beating. Yeah, he's, he's good gonna at take that. a beating. He's gonna take a good beating. And maybe survive, but no, he's not surviving. You don't think Jones. he's gonna survive? I don't know. He's that kid, gonna... he's tough as nails. But I think John Jones is gonna do the thing that he always does, which is punish. Yeah. He's gonna punish this kid. Yeah, he's not gonna be able to take him to the ground. You're not gonna want to mess with Jones on the ground. Yeah. I think that that's uh Yeah. That's and that's where Anthony fight. is I think uh, saved himself a couple times mm. is pulling that fight down to the ground. His last fight, who did he fight? Um, Anthony? No, yeah, he uh, he fought um, one of the he fought uh, Volkan yeah. Volkan Ozdemir, and then he fought uh, and he was Shogun Hua, and he was losing yeah that Ozdemir fight. Uh, and just pulled it out at the end. So I, I don't know. But yeah. Good good luck to him. Yeah. Good luck to everybody luck. that fights John Jones. Good luck. But uh, good luck. You're going to catch some. Congratulations elbows. for getting using the platform to get your get yourself up there and get yeah. your get your name on the card. So who do you have for Robbie Lawler? Ben Askren. Ben Askren. No question. Wow. No question. What if Robbie Lawler smashes him in the head? It, it'll be. Uh, that's a hell of a challenge considering he's he hasn't gotten hit in never. Like, yeah. Okay, so here's this. Okay. Also, by the way, just side note, uh Bader won that entire heavyweight in Bellator without getting hit. That's also true. Never got hit. That's also there's true. There's a there's a I think there's one strike that is arguable, mm-hmm. but I mean out of that entire tournament, that's pretty goddamn impressive. He went the whole tournament without getting hit. How do you do that? In a heavyweight. I mean, in the heavyweights? That's crazy. That's yeah. a crazy thought. He's not Damian Maya. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's that's somebody who you'd be like, oh, right. or Ben Askren. You'd be like, okay, I get it. Cinches the distance, pulls you down to the right, crowd. Right, that's right. not what's happening. Bader's mm-hmm. out there swinging. He's swinging. He's just not getting hit. That's crazy. I want to learn how to fight like him because I do not like getting hit. I don't like getting hit in general. You look like somebody who look who likes getting hit? No. no? I I look like okay. I I've gotten I hit it. a whole bunch. Um <laughs> but here's the thing yes. about Robbie Lawler like what we talked about. Um he Ben Askren's just going to take him down, right? I think he this is what I would do. And I'm sure oh, every it got quiet everybody's listening. Yeah, everybody's um listening. this is what I would do. <laughs> Tim's strategy hour. Go. I would kick the shit out of those legs, man. I would kick the shit out of his legs. Just keep him at leg distance so I'm not getting hit. Mm-hmm. Maybe get him to pull that leg back. I mean, Ben's pretty good with the kicks. I think he could work that front leg and then shoot. I mean, that's get him to change his stance, get in there, double single, pin him up against the fence, pull him down, and start beating on him. You don't want to get hit by Robbie Lawler, obviously. That's Because he's nobody throwing does. cinder yeah. blocks at you. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the only thing that I have against Ben Askren is that he was fighting at one FC, now one championship. Mm-hmm. He just hasn't fought a Robbie Lawler yet. Yeah. And the only qualm I have against him is, A, super long layoff because he was retired. Mm-hmm. Ben Askren was retired. And Robbie Lawler has remained pretty active. But 
is always in a war. So does that even out? And this is why this fight is so good. Whoever put this, Sean Shelby or whoever put this yeah. fight together, it's not just a striker versus a wrestler. This yeah. is retired fighter versus an active fighter, a fighter that has taken very little damage and yeah. a fighter that's been in wars but is active all the time. Yeah. You know, it's it's a bunch of different things. Do you things. like the strategy of giving him um uh giving him Lawler first as kind of like just a litmus test for the UFC in general because there's other matchups that work better, things that you want to see more, mm -hmm. right? You want to see a Askren against the Habibs, yeah. right? The people you're like in the same world of I dragging like people down and seeing who can hold who down. Right. But they're giving him Lawler. Like I, I get it not throwing it, it makes sense not to throw him in there with the, wolves, the top right away, elite because yeah. you don't deserve it, mm -hmm. frankly. Yeah. I mean, you just you you're just an outsider in there. And, and giving you, you Robbie Lawler still is that's like a that's, blessing there's for respect. You. There's respect exactly. there, I think, from the UFC. Although the matchup seems weird because Lawler does not fight on the ground Askren yeah. only fights on the ground I feel like this is tailored for for Askren it is it is but good luck with Robbie Lawler because he will put you to sleep son it's a lot to deal with he's dangerous and you could get knocked out but it's I think if I'm Ben Askren I'm like okay I'm thankful that that's the fight I'm yeah, getting first yeah because I know what's coming right yeah and I know if I get it in my world then it, it will be uncomfortable for him yeah I want Robbie Lawler to win this so bad. Yeah, do you? I really want him to because, hey. Because he came in talking so much shit, Ben no, Askren? No, no, no. I, I, I like Ben Askren as a guy. Mm -hmm. um, I love it the way he fights. I love the way he fights smart. Mm -hmm. But he, let's be honest, we are UFC fans and this guy's an outsider. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, And I want to yeah. see, like... And I he want, never likes to see somebody coming in from the outside. And beating one of your favorite fighters, too. Yeah, a, a contender of sorts. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, then so I, I want Robbie Lawler to put a beating on Ben Askren. And then, yeah. and then Ben Askren will have to, okay, so this is how things are done here. This isn't uh, one yeah. one championship. This is the UFC. I definitely understand your point there, and I understand that that would be a lot of people's point. I am, yeah. I'm a ground player, so yeah. I always got to root for those ground guys because it... It gives me confidence in myself when you see that it works. <laughs> you're, li you know? you're living vicariously like I, through Yeah, that I have my moments with the neighborhood folks. Yeah. <laughs> but to see it at a high level, mm. somebody so elite in that one particular sport and being so effective at it, that's that's encouraging to me. Yeah. Man, we'll see, man. That's it's a really compelling fight. And Ben Askren's gonna bring the eyes to Maybe not the most, but what happens afterward, I think, is the yeah. most important thing. If he does win, what's the next fight he gets? That should be somebody who is at welterweight is elite ground fighter. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right, if Robbie Lawler gets in there and beats him, oh my god, that just you just you just derailed the train. You know what's crazy? So that's UFC two thirty five, right? Yep. And that could be the card of cards. And that's like the, that's in March. Mm -hmm. But before that, UFC 234, this could also be the card of cards, man. Yeah, I this like is this a card great too. card. There's just fights here that I want to see. What, what, what Do you have the date on 234? 234 is uh, Saturday, February 9th. Saturday, February 9th. Next oh, weekend. Yeah, that's... Next weekend, it's happening. Oh, I love it. And this is Robert Whitaker versus Kelvin Gastelum. We... 
know who's going to win that. Yep. Haven't seen honest. Whitaker in there for a while, so it's nice to see him back. His uh, last was, fight was against Yoel, yep. and that was fight War. of the year. Yeah. That was our fight of the year yeah. for last year. So it's nice to see him back in there. I want to see. Uh, I want to see him do well. Who Who do you have there? Robert Whitaker, hands down. Yeah, I think I, I mean got Kelvin has nothing for him. I mean Robert Whitaker could be the most well-rounded and durable middleweight champion we've ever seen. Is he durable? Did you see? Did you see the Yoel fight? Yeah, but he he got broke up with that too. He busted his hand. No, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like he he still was able still to finish moved. the fight. Yeah. 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 Okay. That kind of That will be a good fight and I yeah. love watching Robert Whitaker but, for the reasons I mean, that you said. And you know, not to take anything away from Kelvin, I mean, he lands one like he has one punch power. So has Kelvin always been in this weight class? Yes. Yes. I okay. think. I mean, it's I a could weird totally weight be class, wrong. middleweight. Well, the thing is, he always looks he, bigger to me. Yeah. Well, he's thicker than a Snickers, but he's also much not much shorter, but he's like three inches shor- shorter. Yeah. Oh, Kevin Gastelum is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't yeah. seen him standing next to each other, so maybe that's it. Yeah. Kevin always doesn't look like he cuts he, a whole bunch of weight either. Yeah. Well. That's right. He missed weight, right? When? When he last was fight? fighting. Uh, not his last fight, but let me see. Hmm. Oh, dude, he fought. He fought uh, Jacare at middleweight. So I'm I'm super wrong because he's been at middleweight for like years. Okay, so disregard everything I'm saying. Okay. Kelvin has put together a little nice little streak right here. He he beat uh, Jacare. Mm-hmm. Uh, he beat Bisping. Yep. He he lost to um, Chris Weidman. Yep. He was supposed to fight Anderson in 2017, but then he's beaten uh, Tim Kennedy before that. So, I mean, he's a contender, but yeah. you're talking about in the 20, best. In 2016, he was fighting at welterweight. He was he was supposed to fight Donald Cerrone and stuff like that. But oh, okay. Yeah, he's gonna get smoked by by Robert Whitaker. I think so too. That's yeah, that's sure. too much. It's gonna be too fast. Too, be much, too much. Too much. Too soon. And then, um, right. The, this is co-main event, maybe. Yeah, five it rounds. Is, That'd it be is. great. Israel Adesanya versus Anderson Silva. Anderson back in there at I don't know what is he forty three. How old is he? Forty one. He's, he's old, man. Yeah, he's four. He's in his forties. Coming from a guy who's almost fifty. <laughs> uh, forty three. He's forty. Forty three. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but it'd be nice to see him back in there. Um, I unfortunately. This feels this feels like a uh, a passing of the torch. Fight, yeah, if you will. that's what it feels like. Yeah, it's like what was that? It was a movie, um, The Highlander. No, it's it's much more obscure with The Rock in it. Uh, he's out in the jungle, but there's a moment in the opening sequence where he's walking into the club. Oh yeah, and oh, oh, Schwarzenegger's th- walking out called... of the club. That was like the handoff of that. That's what's going on here. That is called the rundown. The rundown, and that is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I love that movie. Man, that is so obscure that you remember that. Yeah, yeah, and I then and then moment. Arnold Arnold goes, "Good luck." Yeah, yeah, that's an awesome. That was the scene. passing off. Yeah, uh, Ronnie, powerful rock. Ronnie, yeah, yeah. Um, Ricky Simmons. Simon. I don't. I don't know anything about anybody else. Ronnie Yaya. I know Ricky Simon. I don't. Is that Simon? Maybe. Yeah. And I don't really. Care. Sam Alvey. Smiling Sam Alvey. But I don't really care about anybody else after nope. that. Oh, you did. You added that fight, Nunez. Yeah. So Holmes. this was this was released today. Um, 
Amanda Nunez is going to fight Holly Holm for the bantamweight. Great track. fight. Yeah, great. I'll fight. watch that for sure. Yeah, and not only that, I thought that had gone down, but it did not. It did so. not. We we fact checked ourselves, <laughs> but you know what, Nunez. Nunez's girlfriend or fiance yep. is also fighting on that card. Oh, Ansaroff? Yeah. yeah. Nina Ansaroff. Who, who, nice. Oh, man, let me see. She's had a, a resurgence of her career, too. That, mm-hmm. That's a great story. She is fighting. Come on, Kang, pull it up. She is fighting. Somebody. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, wait. I remember this. She beat Claudia Gadea. Oh, that's what I might be thinking of. She beat oh, I thought Claudia her. was going to beat her. Oh, come on. Come on, iPad. Come you can on. do it. Elijah's got a new case for it. But you know what? And... I, I don't think that fight is actually um, on there. Uh, official. Oh. I might have read a rumor. Did you tell me when the Nunez Holmes fight is going to happen? That's going to happen in May. Okay. Yeah, so we can uh we can uh look forward to that. Oh, who was it? Whatever. Hmm. But yeah. So that's a huge fight. And oh, you know who else is supposed to fight on that card? Thug Rose is supposed to fight. Who? Um oh That'd be great. That'd be great to see her back in there again. Yeah. Um I'll tell you what, I'm this is this. I like this fight. I might take Holmes if you want to put that on the board. Hey, I am always. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Jessica Andrade. She's fighting. Uh, Doug oh. Rose is fighting Andrade. And you love Andrade. I do. I do. Recently too. Like yeah. I think she's getting better. The wrestling and <sighs> yeah, the slams. Yeah. But I also thought Claudia was going to be able to do that to her too. Yeah. And she got winded. She didn't last, but uh, Jessica Andrade, I think, has got a better opportunity mm. to do exactly what I thought was going to happen in the last fight. Uh, yeah, I'll put that on the board, too. So there's two opportunities. For we'll, anybody, we got plenty of time to talk about it before yeah, then, maybe yeah. get John involved. I might I might take home, too, just because she's more methodical and more... Like, she's definitely a counter-striker, which, which plays into Amanda Nunes' strength, which is pressure striking. But and I think she'll is, be smart. I think she'll yeah. avoid it. I think she will try not to get hit and stay out of that yeah. power range. And she's she's very technical yeah. kickboxer. I yeah. mean, she'll be she's got tools of her own that are yeah. dangerous that you got to look out for. Yeah. So, yeah, that, I like that for the bet. I I still feel like I'm I'm taking the underdog in the situation, mm. but I like the matchup, and I I think I like the opportunity. I'd love to see that story if it if it happened like that. Because listen, if Amanda goes through and just starts crushing people, who like what do we have to look forward to? What does she got to look forward to? Right, and uh, like who who is uh, who is home who gonna fight? After that? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, so that's a crazy. Home one. needs to win this. Yeah, she this needs is to. this for is me a must win and for her. This <laughs> more for you. I feel like. I mean, personally, yeah, I'm more invested. I in my love own. Holly Holm, man. She's such a great fighter. She is, man. And grew up, grew up in the sport, man. It's nice to see that. This yeah. is a, a marvelous time to be watching fights, man. It's it really is like this year, especially. I mean, I might it's just time. Yeah, I might. I might. Do you be... remember when karate was like some mystical <laughs> bullshit that you were like, you didn't know somebody knew karate? You're like, what does that mean? No, people are like, dude, do? dude, I have a black belt, and you're like, oh, whoa, sh- oh shit. shit. And means... I remember in middle school we would do pep rallies in the gym and demonstrations and i saw a couple people that i knew that were in my class doing demos and i was like oh, look they're flying Dude, through the air breaking, with these spinning they're breaking flying kicks. boards yeah, it was so mystical yeah. 
And then we live in the age where the light has just been shined on mm-hmm. it. For and it's I think it's made martial arts better. It's I, a more effective, more streamlined art now. You know, you shake a lot of the traditional mm-hmm. kata, you know. Yeah. You don't want to say bullshit. bullshit. I because, don't want to say that because yeah. I don't want to disrespect people who because practice those arts because it Lyoto takes a Machida tremendous... Lyoto Machida would beg to differ. Listen, <laughs> I, I bet he wouldn't, though. Yeah. I bet he wouldn't because the that art all by itself does not make you a great MMA exactly. fighter, a, a exactly. mixed martial artist. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's not easy what these folks do, but it's also not... It's not. It's not a hundred percent combat proven. Ready. Yeah, proven. Yeah. It's you know. I mean, you would shake a lot of things out of it if you had. If you're forced to prove your. your and this is this is why techniques. this is why MMA is so great because it is the crucible in which all martial arts are tested. Yeah, and this is like going back to like the first UFCs where it was like Bloodsport, the movie yeah. with Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. The sumo guy against the the ninja guy, and oh, then yeah. the judo guy against uh, you know he, uh, what's his name, Hoist Gracie or whatever it is. And, and now it has evolved to a place where like the differences between now everyone's a good wrestler, everyone's a great striker, and it's it's all about you know what sets a champion apart from the number one contender, and, and it takes so crazy. it's taking something from all of those arts mm. right and and even if you look at the history and the evolution of the sport you can see where yep. it it started clearly the intent was to highlight and focus on brazilian jiu-jitsu yep. and it had its day it reigned yeah. supreme then kickboxers got involved and high high level kickboxers Muay Thai olympic guys. wrestlers yeah. you know these greco romans got in there and Matt made a difference days. and that ground yeah. and pound technique yep. got in there and those jujitsu guys had to learn how to defend themselves yep. and stand up and throw punches and now you're almost seeing some of the resurgence of the karate like yeah like honing honing the yep. things in karate that are effective and and damaging so it's it's just exciting to watch the sport develop and 20, 30, 40 years from now, it may not be like, you know, it, it may be something completely different, but I think it will be a lot, it'll, there'll be a lot less variance in what you're seeing style wise. Right. You won't, you know, it, it will be its own style. People are now just training MMA. They don't, mm. they're not training karate first and then taking their, what they've sharpened those blades into MMA. So it's just, it's exciting to see. Well, it, one man. of the, one of the things that I like, when I hear you talk about that and how like all like all these different fighters, like I'm looking at the list of just the, the fighters we talked today, uh, talked about today, like each one is unique, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own style and their own, you know, uh, strength and their own weaknesses. And that's why MMA is so compelling. It's because you're rooting for an individual, right? Mm-hmm. And in the same way, in the first UFCs, you're like, oh, I want, I want the karate guy to win. You right. know what? I, or like, yeah. I want the judo guy to I still do win. that. Yeah. I'm still like, looking I want for the, the jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu guy, guy to win. This. Yeah. And then so like, if I look 50 years down the line, if everybody's just a super athlete and it's super homogenous in, mm-hmm. in the, the techniques and everybody's the same, it's like, uh, is that compelling? I don't Who know. Knows? And, and I don't listen, know. It, 
looking at it from my perspective in, in jujitsu, it evolves all, all by the time, all, yeah. all by itself, and with just within its own culture, right. it's not. And I think that MMA does the exact same thing. Certain things work, right? You get out in front of them, and those yeah. things are they're surprising or new, or somebody's their stance or the way that they're they're carrying themselves or or maintaining distance. It it becomes disruptive because you haven't seen it before. Yeah. Then people uh, they they adopt it, and then it becomes so. Um, what's the word? Innocu- innocuous? Is that right? Where no, it's so no, it, no it's it's so prevalent, common, yeah, prevalent, so prevalent yeah. in the sport that there becomes these very specific uh, defenses against yeah. it, and then people don't even try it anymore because yeah. it doesn't it does, it's not effective as it was before no. because now there's a defense or people cyclical. are all yeah. So I think that it'll that's the way the sport will be. You know, you'll mm. you'll be you'll see people bringing new things yeah. that counter some of the things that are making this one fighter so effective. You know, right. I mean that's the whole thing about being the champ is that people get to dissect the shit out of your game. Right. They watch your tapes and they're like, oh look, he has a propensity. To do this, he hole. drops his shoulder yeah. when he throws this. That's sick to me. That that yeah. you can be in the ring assessing and strategizing those things, looking for those very, yeah. very the nuances in these guys' games. I mean, like just like tiny things, tiny things, man. And you have to capitalize them like that. You have to like you have to your timing has to be right. You can't show what you're gonna do mm. too many times or. Or, or, or you don't get gone. that opportunity again. Yeah. yeah, they they close that hole. They close that Case door for point, you. Case in point, the the um the Daniel Cormier when he knocked out uh, Stipe. Oh, he was like, I noticed that in the clinch when he goes away, he drops an arm. That's why yeah. we designed the hook to come over the top like that. Like, wow! Like and, he can't even see it mm-mm. in the clinch. You and John Jones that. said the same thing about Cormier when yeah. he knocked Cormier out. He said, yeah. we knew that when he came over with that overhand, he tended to dip his head to the and side. And we knew that kick, kick was, was going to be there and knocked him out. Just sick. The way that it's sick to listen to these these professionals break fights down and strategize yeah. and have these plans before they get in there and they're practicing yeah. sometimes you get to see that flash in the green room before they get right, out there where they're just connor, practicing yeah. connor makes that yeah. point but i've heard other fighters say the same thing mm-hmm. we're just drilling that drilling that drilling that because we knew he was going to do this right and then it happens and it works yeah it works it it's works. crazy mm. yeah right. oh, spilling my drink it's okay time to go it's okay mm. one of the things that before we go which yeah. i i feel like i should mention is that and this is a perfect segue into it. Like you were mentioning how certain things come up in the sport and people adopt them, right? Mm-hmm. They see someone su- su- succeed with a certain technique or a style or something like that. And people mimic that. Mm-hmm. Henry Cejudo took that wide stance from Connor. If oh, you really? watch it, if mm-hmm. you watch it, he's standing exactly like Connor does. Like wide stance, that wide with the, side stance. Yeah, with yeah. the stop sign out like mm-hmm. that. Oh yeah, he was pawing at yeah. the hands with that right hand. I noticed that. I was I was watching the highlight before we we came yeah. here. It's just reminded me of exactly what you said. Like if something works, don't knock it. You know. Yeah. You gotta you gotta make it part of your arsenal if it works for you, right? Anyways, um, yeah, man, we've been talking for a minute. An oh, hour, yeah. just like that. Oh, look, we always shoot for an hour, and we finally hit it. We're Without here. John here. Without John. Stretching it out with all his ad libs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that was great. And uh... And tomorrow is going to be a great night. Yep. Uh, great card Looking tomorrow. forward to that. Yep. And uh, hopefully we'll have John back in here soon. Yeah. 
If we uh, we I should mean, have we picked a dream. less popular individual to do these podcasts with. Yeah, well, but he's super popular. We so. will. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna start scheduling some backups. Yeah, see what I can do. I think. I think. I think yeah. there was a guy named Ron. Yeah, I don't want to bring that up. Okay, maybe we'll get Suli in here. But John, just you're on notice. Yeah, That's it. You're hey, on notice. Your chair is empty. Anybody is. can come in. Anybody can <laughs> Anybody. come. In. Yeah, we almost brought your wife up here. Oh my god. Yeah, had her say something. All right. Is that it? Yes, that's it. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.